What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 238. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. And this week we watch Jing Chi. Jing Chi is Sean. She's like, that's what I said. That's what I said. What a great fucking movie, man. Look, I mean, here's the thing. The people that don't like the movie. Who didn't like this movie? There's people that don't like it, believe What's it or not. What's not to like about it? Here, here's what I think the deal is: like people that don't like the movie like the character, and the reason why oh, that I feel like little changes and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean they can't call him, uh, you know, Fu Manchu. They, have, you know, they have to change his I mean, dad's no, name. Multiple universes going on here, like yeah, right. This is just this one. So speaking but, of which, Talo, is it one of the nine realms or is it another universe? Is it a whole other plane of existence? Well, it's definitely, I mean, it had that portal shit. Well, are the rings from the multiverse? I don't know. See, I, that I'm not they sure They made about, it a point in that clip to be like, we don't know where it's from. Yeah. We'll see. And all right, I'm good. This is a little, maybe a little spoilery or whatever, but. When I watch Shang-Chi in theaters, I'm like, oh, they really released this before Eternals for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It doesn't have anything to do no with No connection. It. No no connection whatsoever. I thought that in my brain, it's like, okay, so there's these ancient yeah, artifacts. This guy's been around the, for a thousand years. It's going to, yeah. you know. He got it from an Eternal that had died or something, and now he has the power. It's made him Eternal, and... and and they may make some kind of weird connection to that in the future, but after going and watching the Eternals and watching Shang-Chi like back-to-back, there is no connection whatsoever that I saw in yeah. in the Eternals. Okay. Um, so, but here's how I look at Talo. I look at Talo the same way that... Uh, that's the scene. Oh, the little place they live. What's that dragon's name? Yeah. Fucking badass! Yeah. I don't know, dude. It it's badass. fucking cool as shit. Anyway, wasn't it just wasn't it just called the Great Protector? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Didn't y'all um, feel took... like his mom was in it? Well, she said dragon? that everybody is part of the dragon. You got the heart of the dragon. Yeah. Maybe her all the spirits. You know. Yeah. I don't know oh, the way oh, it yeah. was looking I, I was at getting... him. I felt a little. I felt some vibes. You know. I yeah, I was getting those vibes too. Plus, it would it would make sense countering. The whole illusion that the Mandarin was under to get inside to the to open yeah. the Black Gate, you know, right? Um, but my thing with the Talo thing is it's kind of like the stuff with Iron Fist, right? So you know, the Iron Fist lore is the plane crash happens. There's this, you know, city or whatever that appears like once ever so so many years or whatever, and there's this chosen warrior and all this kind of shit. So to me, Talo fits into that mythology to an extent where it feels like that there's these outer planes. Well, uh, do, you, do you think that maybe that implies that perhaps they're going to try to give us a twofer with Shang-Chi and Iron Fist's story kind of being kind of coalesced into one character? Well, I, or, or do you think maybe Shang-Chi will become Iron Fist? No, I don't think I don't think that they'll do that. What I think that they'll end up doing is like if if they if they bring Iron Fist back and they they decide to tackle that property again, 
I think that yeah. it's going to be something that's like, okay, you know, to get to Tallow, you have to go through the bamboo forest that's acting all crazy. So cool. You know, to get to, to get well, it, to it made it it made it to where when they do Iron Fist again, it, it'll like the settings will make sense. It'll be we'll have the world already built for us, and we can just be like, oh, what, what's going on here? Yeah, because you could look at it as like. So they said that this city in Talo is just one city, and it's it's almost like it's another universe, right? And yeah, that's the bridge portal. Well, she yeah. the the woman makes sure to explain that, like in your universe, like she made sure to say that. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like where Shang Chi, where Talo's at, and where the city that Iron Fist was basically raised in is part of the same universe. It's just different tribes. Yeah. It's you know what I mean. It's different. It's different groups that have different agendas that they're trying to save the world from different things. From a different faction. Yeah, exactly. And that, and if they decide to bring Iron Fist back with the success of Shang-Chi, it's going to be way easier for them to explain that again and people to understand it because that was one of the things in Iron Fist that people were just kind of like, well, this is weird, is the fact that, like, the multiverse hasn't been established. There's, there's you know, not... A, it's just not there. And people are just like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Is it, is it another universe or is it like a fucking pocket dimension? Like what's going on now? They have the ingredients to bring Shang Chi or to bring Iron Fist back. And it makes sense. And it'd be better than it was. Yeah. Um, which, which I saw a lot of parallels in the story, which I mean, everyone knows that Marvel has their formula with certain films. They know how to, you know, they know how to slice that cake perfectly. Right. And I felt have heavy parallels to Thor and Black Panther. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, and, and, and not in a bad way, but in like a, you know, they established that, you know, there's like each, each type of person in the world's got their legends and folklore and those they all, you know, they, they they match a real world similarity to how kind of, you know, real world cultures have similar, you know, backstories. Like there's, you know, there's a legend of, you know, virgin births or, you know, just different things of that nature, you know. I'll tell you yeah. what I didn't expect to see when they went through the portal was fucking Pokemon. Huh? <laughs> huh? I know, right? Pokemon Chicken vibes pig. anyone? Oh, dude. Well, like they had all that little thing, dude. Fucking shout out to Ben fucking Kingsley, dude. I'm fucking. I didn't even know he was in the movie. That was nobody said anything. Yeah. Well, when they went down there, man, and he was like, like "Oh, you can see what was he calling that thing, Boris? What was it? It was something." Morris. Morris. (laughs) He's like Morris. He's like, "Oh, you can see him too." He's like, "Where's its face?" I was (laughs) like, "This is fucking hilarious." When he was trying to wake him up, his... and he was like, mate, calm down, I'm not dead, I'm acting. Fucking get with it, you know? <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to have this uh, the, as much screen time as yeah. he got, for sure. It kind of yeah, redeemed. Kinda... You remember people oh, yeah, were, like, pissed sure. what they did with him before, and... He's like, so you're, like, a jester? Um, Whenever his father's fighting the mother at the beginning, I'm like, these motherfuckers are dancing, you know? Yeah. And like they would do that thing where he was spinning in circles and he would look at her and she's like smirking at him. 
Yeah, like Dude, she knew. At the end of the movie, I was like, we got to have that shot where he's fighting his dad and he's like giving him that look like, what the fuck did, it happen? did it happen? Dude, I was like, yes! I got <laughs> yeah, loud, right. like, let's yeah. go! I was so Oh, punk. I mean, and dude, when the movie decides to go just full comic book, it, it goes full stop, man. Yeah. Um, I really dug the enemies. Yeah. Oh, that was cool uh, when they would like, she was like, your weapons won't do anything. And they would hit well, yeah. it and it would just come back together. I was thinking, you know, I was, whenever that started to happen, uh, and they were like, we got to work together. And, and then, you know, the Mandarins, uh, or Razor Fist was like, you know, we're not here to work with yeah. you, blah, blah, blah. And then blah. they killed the baddest then, motherfucker they got. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, and then it's like, it dawns on, it's like, motherfucker, their weapons weren't made magical to fight y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, when it picked up the dude in the mask, that's like their baddest motherfucker, you know? Yeah. De- Death Dealer, and just pulled the damn like... shit out of him, and he was like, we should probably work together. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just sucking oh. his soul. I thought the the, the yeah the way they depicted soul sucking in this film was pretty dope. Pretty, yeah. Like, they made, they made it awkwardly kid-friendly, but still, like, equally fucked up. Well, when it yeah. was sucking the soul out of his dad, and he was looking at him, he, it was like, man... Why didn't you listen? Right. But dude, that, that's he the, needed dude, that. That was totally the, that's the look that Shang-Chi gave that motherfucker yeah. that whole fight. The, why didn't you listen look, you know? But he also yeah. needed that to beat the thing. Yeah. How? I was, ex- I was expecting, like, don't get me wrong. The whole dad going down and then being like, look, take the rings to get him. That was cool and all. But I was expecting him to straight just steal him from him, kind of how the the mother did at the beginning when they were when he started you know sling ring in her ass and she just like grabs them and is like no nah, bitch they're mine and fucking throws them right back at him you know well he kind of did when he took the ha- the one half yeah oh, the way, the way they fucking him or- and he was like motherfucker yeah. I'm fucking hip too you know I'm with it oh uh, well, when he when he brings all the debris down on him and he shoots all the rings at him. And then you just see those rings glowing in orbit around him, and he comes out of the dust. That was a badass shot, dude. I really yeah. like, though, that he didn't have to kill his dad. No. I didn't want that. And he kept well, trying. This, he was kept fighting, him, but think, he was like, I don't want to kill you, man. Like, Which we got we to gotta think now, you know, because, you know, when you're, when you're deep in the movie, you know, you don't think about shit like that. But, you know, looking back now, it's like Disney's not going to let that happen. No. Oh, yeah. But I, I love how it all comes full circle at the end of the day. Like, I mean, he went crazy because the mother died, you know? Yeah. Because the wife died. Well, and then, well, and I expected well, him to say it, that to him. He was like, you, well, you, you got to remember, like, too, where the fuck were you? One of the first bits of exposition we get in this movie is that Mandarin is power hungry and he will always be power hungry. Yeah. And they stayed true to it. Yeah, I mean they they stayed true to it, but also at the same time, it's like, you know, he let he let it consume him to the point where he was willing to do anything that it took to be able to get her back, which is like a beautiful thing. Yeah, well, he went he full was, Vader when yeah, the kids left. Exactly. He's like, they'll come home when when I bring their mother home. Like he really believed. Yeah. Oh yeah. So and you can't really fault him. No. Um, but so in more or less, like he was kind of the perfect villain that required the villain to die. And and the reason why I say that is because like, 
when you watch some of the earlier Marvel movies and even some of them that they're still doing, it's like, why are you killing perfectly good villains? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, the, but this felt like it was a necessary death for the villain yeah. for, for those characters to grow, to advance, you know, to mature to the point where they needed to be. Was their agent called? And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like it, it, the way that they did it was fucking amazing. And, and here's one thing that I'll say about the 10 rings themselves. So, you know, Shang-Chi is the master of Kung Fu, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was the name of the book that he was in master of Kung Fu. He doesn't have any powers. He doesn't have the super soldier serum. He doesn't have anything that can put him in line with Captain America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or Thor or any of these. Well, other he characters. had, he had, he, he basically got the black widow treatment. He was just beat into being just a very superior yeah. fighting machine. An assassin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But what they did that I think is so clever and some people don't like this, but I think it is a fucking genius move on Marvel's side. Him having these 10 rings allows him to have the same power level yeah. as some of the other heroes in the in the universe to where he can still do his Master of Kung Fu stuff, but the hits, because of the rings, are going to be so impactful. It's not going to be him fighting some henchmen on a bus. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to go toe-to-toe with, like, Thor and whip the shit out of him because he's going to be on the same power level as him, but he's also going to be a better fighter than he is. Well, and now he's got the chi from his homeland. And fucking yeah, yeah, tiger head dragon, you know, and yeah, you know, and one thing about the plot too that I that I I like the most was that you know the the big reveal that he did in fact get revenge. He did kill the guy that he fled. But then to they don't tell you yet. nothing about it. Yeah. I thought he was about I mean, to tell Aquafina that was her granddad, and I was which like, which oh. leads, which that leads also to me so who to is probably. It? One of the only flaws I would say this movie has, uh, and that's this movie could have slowed the fuck down a little bit. Because I don't know about you guys, but like this movie was just at breakneck speed, and that's fine. It got the story across, and I get on the whole that like it, you know, it, it didn't need to be sit and picked apart and dissected heavily. But there were moments where it was just like. Bam! Next one. Bam! Next one. Let's you know. They had a few spots they, they in there where ass, they pumped the brakes. They but but they did haul ass through a lot of plot in two hours. Yeah. Well, and I think that the biggest break is uh, whenever they get, finally get to Tallow, and then he's talking to his aunt, and she's explaining yeah. how the world works and all this kind of that stuff. That one and who he is. Kingsley. That was another break yeah. where it just slowed down there, and he's talking to him. And that yeah. motherfucker was so funny, dude. Yeah, that was clever, dude. That See, fucking I, fight on that bus, bus guy. That was amazing, that was right? The shit, dude. I mean, the first half of the film, if not more, felt like a legitimate kung fu film. Yeah, and yeah. then once they get the to Tallow, yeah, it was yeah a lot of it, uh, the bus fight had very heavy rumble in the Bronx, oh, yeah, uh, feeling, but you know, with the Marvel flair, of course. You got yeah. Aquafina being funny. She was funny. Yeah, she was. I liked her. They were I good together. Yeah. yeah. They might um, be in love, but... I don't know if they're going to go that route. I mean... Do you th- I mean, do you think no that ass. they will? I mean, she got... Anyway. Um, <laughs> so here's my thing. <laughs> so we get the reveal that 
instead of disbanding the Ten Rings, the sister just sets up shop with them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, graffiti's so, the compound. <laughs> so, so Ten Rings are they going to be allies or enemies? I don't think that. I would think they I, would I think be that, good, right? I mean, well, I think that they're going to be one of those organizations, kind of like how some people view Shield. Like Shield is technically good, mm-hmm. but it depends on your outlook. Yeah, in that yeah on what's going on. Yeah. So or I just think... or just yeah, or t- like just very territorial style protection. I mean, it's she's like... not gonna fuck her brother over. He saved her. Yeah. Yeah. When he's like, I'm not gonna lose you again. Well, I feel like it's right. it's gonna Let's be go. it's. I feel like it'll make for interesting uh, developments in. Shang-Chi eventually becoming an Avenger or, or, you know, at least fighting alongside of them. Because I feel like, you know, even though the Iron Man arc's over with, you know, the Ten Rings were a big part of that, that story. Yeah. And, you know, him coming into the fold with the good guys is going to obviously have them, you know, realizing, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And I could see where maybe some heroes would be like, you know, what the fuck? Well, I think that that's something good to have in their back pocket because, like, the majority of the Wakandans were wiped out during Infinity War. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to rebuild itself, especially since Nick Fury is in space at the moment. So I think that, you know, they're kind of positioning the Ten Rings to be that um, that that group of red coats or red shirts that show up, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah. we need a bunch of people to die at one time. Bringing the ten rings, you kind of like how the Black eleventh hour do sucks. Yeah, the cavalry yeah. shows up. Yeah, and I and I think that she'll still continue to do her her fighting stuff. You know, Maybe shady continues. Dylan. Yeah, and she'll and she's going to be looking at the world from a different perspective as opposed to like Shane Chi's going to be looking at the world as like it's something that we can help try to preserve and protect and all this kind of stuff. And she's going to be looking at the world as a way to more or less, and this is going to sound bad, but I'm not going to mean it that way, exploit it for gain. Well, you have I mean, to think well, about too, man, like she mentioned well, many times that, you know, like because she was a girl, yeah, they wouldn't let her get involved in the training and all that. Like now she's actually running the motherfucker. Yeah. She's, a, so she's, she's not going to let that go. Pet now. Yeah. So it's the book of Boba T. Yeah. Right. Um, but how likable was Shane Chi though? I like the guy, man. Like he, he gave me very heavy Spider-Man vibes. You know what I mean? I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's, and he's not a, like Spider-Man kind of has a tinge of fuck up. You know what I mean? But he really didn't have as much fuck up. It was more of him being a badass. But his personality, like, just the way that he would look, and he's like, why the fuck are we here? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? You yeah. know, like, just the, his reaction to stuff was just fucking perfect, you know? Um, they picked the right guy. Mm-hmm. He's likable. He's young. No like, he's going to be with for this dude, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, I'm I'm very happy that uh, that this dude got the role. I think that he was a perfect choice. I can't picture for that anybody character. else doing it. No, not at all. Um, and what you call it? Um, GI Joe needs to take note. Oh, how dude. to fucking make a goddamn movie? You know? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, the the choreography for the fight sequences was so fucking good, man. Well, like you know, like, it had the it cut, but it didn't. It would hold. Like yeah, those shots yeah. where it was above them, and it would pan. Yeah. You know, it would zoom in, and I'm like, oh, it's still going. They're still going. Well. Well, yeah. like, you know, he even got to have his hallway now. Disney's obsessed with hallway fights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the bus, that whole sequence where he finally slides into the front and he starts taking them out, throwing mm-hmm. them out the windows. And as yeah. they're going through sections and stuff, I was like, yep, here we go. Yeah. I mean. Saison. It's, it was, I loved it. When I left the theater, I was like, I want to go back in and rewatch I it. Can't and now you guys. It, yeah, now you guys know why. Like it's, it's yeah. Just, I, it it was just a really it was a really fun movie. Yeah, it was. And after after the the last few quote unquote blockbuster movies we've watched, uh, this one actually felt like it hit the mark. Yeah, well, I like how when uh, it went when it went for it, it just went. There's dragons. Well, it, it, there's it, fucking. And none of that's crazy. This motherfucker's living for a thousand years, you know? So that well, ain't it, too yeah, crazy. It, and yeah, and I think to add to that, they knew exactly what kind of movie they were going to make and they were all in on it. And that's, you know, that's the best you could hope for because like, while some people will probably criticize it as like ripping off, you know, being being mediocre, uh, kung fu, whatever... I think it, it's more of an homage to just that genre because I mean, that's the that's one of the clever things with Marvel films is that certain properties get certain angles, and those angles will take their filmmaking through different genres. Yeah, and you know we've got our kung fu franchise now. Yeah, and and I'm I can't wait to see. The next Shang-Chi, I can't wait to see him being injected into the rest of the Marvel Universe. Like, I want to see him go toe-to-toe fighting with, you know, whoever. Like, I I just want it so bad, you know? I mean, well, how badass would it be for, like, you know, a skirmish between Shang-Chi and Luke Cage? Like just a moment where they just kind of, you know, back and forth because they're both of the same power level. Yeah. And that would, I mean, that would be a nice little skirmish, you know? And, and they then made, ha- and, still and have them you. team up, you know? Yeah. And they made it to where he can fight just some random dude on the street or he can fight one of the most powerful beings in the universe and still be relevant. Absolutely. It's, it's fucking genius, dude. And anybody that does not recognize that has they've lost their fucking minds, man. Like it, it's great. He could fight Daredevil and then turn right around and fight the Hulk and put up a legitimate fight against both of them. You know? Oh yeah. It's. <clears throat> Let me ask you because his dad was able to live that long because of the rings. Yeah. So he can now. Um. Well. Right. I think you have to wear them, don't you? Well, it, yeah, because once he takes them off, then it, it, it he started aging mm-hmm. again. But I guess it's one of those things where, like, since the rings are now imbued with that good, like the his power from, you know, yeah, like the um, natural order of things. So he's going to age naturally. Yeah, like maybe the rings won't affect him that way. Maybe they'll affect him in a different way. Like 
I guess that there's more that we more information that we need on that side of things. But even mm-hmm. if you know they make him not age while he's wearing them, then that that adds this extra layer of conflict in a future film. Well, I mean, because... I feel, well, I, I think it would be probably something more along the lines of him having possession of the rings and them more or less choosing him. I guess we'll use that as yeah. a way to describe it. Um, it's going to be one of those things where kind of like with Thor, he'll realize like he doesn't need the rings. Like he's already yeah. got that. He's already got, he's literally already got the power now. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm interested to see where they decide to have the rings actually come from and how that's going to play into everything. Because I feel some Dr. Strangeness, like, of course, you know, at the end, you know, um, Dude shows up and everything, but I well, do feel... They, well, they explain that a beacon... Yeah. What if that's a beacon let off by Spider-Man or Doctor Strange? Because it's becoming more and more apparent that the reason he isn't in WandaVision, the reason he's not in Shang-Chi, the reason why, you know, Doctor Strange has somehow not been around in moments of these these newer stories where he should have been... <clears throat> what if they found a way to, you know, have it to where, you know, he's having his quantum realm moment. Yeah. Like him and Spider-Man, they're stuck in the multiverse right now during the events of Shang-Chi and the Eternals and all of that. Yeah. Which or is maybe... fucking, which is ingenious. I mean, it, it's a way to get, it's a way to get certain heroes out of the picture. Like, cause that's going to become one of the more increasingly difficult problems Marvel will have to address when they make these movies, which the multiverse is supposed to be their answer to that is, you know, when a certain thing goes down or a certain world event or universe or something in the solo films, well, why doesn't so-and-so show the fuck up? Well, it's like, ah, oh, well, because he's over here, you know? I wonder if uh, the TVA could tell us anything about those rings. Yeah, right. Well, and maybe that's something that have to do that has to do with Kang. Well, when you, know, you look at the way the beacon was going through, yeah. it kind of looked like that timeline shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if it's another king? Like we know there's yeah, more than could... one. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it could literally be anything, and it would make sense. You know what like, I mean? They're, yeah. they're they're one of they're one of the best new MacGuffins for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm ready to go on what whatever journey. Yeah, dude. And for the people like, that didn't like this version of it, it's just a different variant, dog. You know? Yeah, right. Thought well, we established like, this. Like, well, and he- here's the thing that I will say: like, some people are that didn't like it because of the the original Shang Chi Master of Kung Fu. Like, he was a secret agent, right? Like, he was basically. See, 007. this is all I know is this one. So, yeah, I'm gold. So the. The uh the original version like the story with him and and um Fu Manchu and all that stuff okay. it plays out you Same know kind of the phone. same yeah it plays out kind of the same but a little bit differently it doesn't go that mystical and all that kind of stuff and I I don't know if he's got a sister and if you know Tallow yeah. and all that kind of stuff but um a lot of that stuff plays out the same and then um. He he basically becomes a secret agent. He does a secret agent shit. 
and um you know go from there well i mean they could still do that you he know could what i mean become an agent of shield or sword you know yeah or he could become an agent of because the thing in the comic was he was asian and he became an uh some type of a, a undercover agent in britain well i mean have we had like a locale set primarily in that part of the world from a Marvel film. Like I can't. Well, no, well, no way home took place in London a little bit. Right. Or was it Paris? Yeah, it was somewhere over there. I think it was London. Yeah. But I mean, not someone that's like boots on the ground there. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, he decides to start helping S.H.I.E.L.D. out. Maybe it's a different organization that approaches him. They need a hero in London. He shows up, and he's a secret agent doing this stuff. Like, well, I this mean, is... imagine, imagine him fighting his way through a Hydra headquarters or something. Yeah, which I would love to see. Like, please make it happen, you know? So There's definitely going to be more of him. The dude at the end was well, like, buckle up. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine, well, I mean, just imagine some of the fights we would be able to see with him teamed up with, say, like the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Oh, he could probably whip both their asses for easy as fuck. You know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, them as a team working against yeah. some, some sort of greater threat. Like, those rings ain't no fucking joke. And they oh. made a point to show you that throughout the film, man. Yeah. But yeah, I, yes, I absolutely 1000% enjoyed the shit out of it. And like, I I mean, went to the theater and watched it, enjoyed it. I watched it at home. I'm ready to watch it again. You know? Yeah. Dude, that, when it went off, I was like, I got time to watch it again. Like, (laughs) I know, right? Oh, I'll gladly, I'll gladly watch the sequel. Yeah. I'm going to give it a full ring. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. He gets three rings from us. So three of those rings he's wearing Came belongs to real estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's already happening. Um, I can't wait, man. This is what the Marvel movies are supposed to be, you know? Yeah. Um, not spoilers or anything. I did go watch Eternals. Um, I enjoyed Shang-Chi more. Uh, the Eternals wasn't bad by any by any means, but it was it left a lot to be desired. That's all I'm going to say. Well, like did we, this movie, did we did we get did we get decent world building? Um, yeah. Or was I mean, it, it very kind of mis mishmashed well, together? Like what you I guess. said the other night, man. You got so many people you're trying to introduce. Yeah, and it's how long? It's two hours and 20 minutes. So about as long as this movie. Yeah. Now, they did a great job at laying this character out. Yeah. I know everything oh, yeah. I need to know. Yeah. But that's just one guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Trap. So there's 10 Eternals that they're trying, yeah. that they're introducing. Um, so, I mean, they're trying to establish and do character development for 10 different characters. So do they split them off in, like, groups of two and... They kind of talk to each other, and that's and that's how we figure out their backstories. Um, well, they all share the same backstory, so that's kind of out of the way, right? Yeah. 
um, you know, they all come to Earth as the Eternals, and they're there to protect the planet from, or to protect humanity from the Deviants. Like, that's the backstory. But the character development part of it, because it it jumps time. It it starts when when they first arrive, then it cuts to present day, then it cuts back into the past, then it cuts... Back to present day. Is the tw- is the twist a way of them using that to show you who changed the most? I guess. Not or really. Or do they all stay kind of consistent? Well, I guess. I guess my question is: Is the scope there that we were assuming would be kind of to an extent? Like it. Here's what it felt like to me. It felt like the Eternals only existed in, like the the movie only existed to introduce and explain more of what the um celestials are okay and and in doing so like you're you're trying to also like the celestials have been mentioned before in other movies and they've hinted on them here and there well ego yeah yeah and then you know you've got in a lot of and i think in the when they go see the collector you know he explains what the um Infinity Stones and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we see the shot of the Celestials. Yeah. So you kind of get like little spoon-fed portions here, but this really like goes in hard on the Celestial thing. But as far as like character development and, you know, pro- providing longevity of these characters in future Marvel properties, like I don't see these characters showing back up for a long time. And I may be wrong. I may be surprised. But like, you just have to. If they went, if they would have went with a more linear style of storytelling, to where yeah. instead of jumping time like they did, kind of all over the place, if they would have started and then built up to present day, and then let the past and the actions of the characters from the past in sequential order be the character development that you need. Because there's stuff that's happening, and they're on Earth. They can't interfere with whatever the humans are doing. They can just stop the deviants from killing humans. So you have these, you know, sections of the movie where it cuts back to the past, and then they're all standing around for like five minutes. And this is it's fucking irritating as fuck. They're standing around for five minutes. There's ten characters trying to give their input on how they feel about what's going on in the world right now, and you get a sentence or two from each character, and then it cuts back to present day and it's just like yes it should have been a series yeah one thousand percent should have been 10 episodes yes they could have done it in eight yeah but um it like i said it was i enjoyed it more than captain marvel i enjoyed it more than black panther but i would put this right above those films in my you know personal tier list yeah like i said i mean it's not the worst thing in the world but here's all i'm gonna say if it's gonna build up to what we'll talk about when we review that on the actual episode then everything will be worth it if it doesn't build up to that then i'm gonna be very disappointed and that's all i'm gonna say about it so okay like they they lay enough foundation and enough groundwork there. I just don't know where, other than Guardians of the Galaxy, where are they going to put these cosmic um, building blocks on this pile? Can I throw a guess out there? 
Sure. Lay, lay the groundwork for Galactus. That's all I needed to know. Possibly, but not. Th- it's not something that's come out and directly said. Well, it's not in your face, but... But it's more like if X is here and Y is there, then that means Z. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. If that is ever a possibility to ever happen, then that movie will be worth having been in the Marvel Universe. I'm sure it's connected, you know? Now, here's my thing. Were we we wrong in our assumption of thinking this could be a way to introduce the the X-Men properties? They don't... Like, okay, in the original Eternals comic story, right? You've got the Celestials, and it's changed, but this is this is what I'm going to say about it. The Celestials created uh, the Eternals, who were perfect. And then they also, you know, experimented, and they got the Deviants. And they are like the demons, right? You got the mm-hmm. angels, you got the demons, mm-hmm. and then you have the middle ground, which were the hu- quote-unquote human race. The fucking but, hybrid the human race already existed when they were doing all this. So the version of the X-Men came from what the Celestials created, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Celestials created anything. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it it goes into it a little bit, but it doesn't go far enough into it to know they can't if, leave, they can't leave those long shots of looking off into nothing long enough to explain yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, but, but I, I'm still I'm not letting it lower my. I'm going I'm going in cold and low like I did with Shang Chi, and yeah. I hope I find something I enjoy out of it. Well, I'm hoping that by the time it comes out for streaming or to buy or whatever that we'll have more things that have been released that take from that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that we can see these more building blocks on top of it, but like they're going to have to introduce more cosmic things in order to like build off of what the Eternals have made. And to me, like if they're going to do another Eternals movie because of the way that it ended, I don't know how they're going to put those building blocks on top of it. We got the story right there. Gotcha. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, that can add to it, and it already has in a big way. But what other property do they have that they're currently developing right now is not taking place on Earth? So that's kind of where I am with it. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't It wasn't Shang-Chi. Yeah. Right. I think Shang-Chi's the new bar for Marvel. We had Thor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We had Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they would ever be able to top that, that That's right. Tom Holland's You Spider-Man. went and watched Shang-Chi and then turn around and go in there to watch the Eternals, and you're just like, man, man, yeah, it's all right. But God when damn, you come off, man, yeah, dude, yeah. that's a high. Yeah, exactly, right? I was so I lived that high. Yeah. So. But Dexter. Yeah. I mean, this this was, like I said the other night, it's your average second episode of a season, yeah. right? and the kids play yeah. along. Yeah. Now we know what happened to uh, Adam McKay. Yeah. Cancer. Or that's just what he said. I don't know. Well, I figured she probably got cancer from fucking around with that poison shit. Probably. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll Went a little Mary Carey. 
Yeah. Whoever it was that, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm not going to leave any stone unturned. He's like, there's a couple of stones. You know, and then it pans down. To <laughs> oh, man, he was giving us his best head dancing. Um, It's good to see Dexter on his toes, though. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah. And then, like, Deb being us, basically, like, pointing out the fact that, like, you get away like, with this. Yeah, you smug motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like, have had that it, whole dude. shot, she was out of focus. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool the way they. When she was tapping on the window with the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. The kid came out though, and he was like, Hi, I'm Jim's son, Harrison. And we're like, Oh, he's yeah. with it. Okay, cool. Dexter yeah. was like, All right, that's something I don't have to worry about. Ugh. Yeah. Heard it. Something tells me that little shit's up to something. Oh, for sure, right? There's something going on. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, like, we got a whole season to explore it, so I'm very interested to see where they decide to take it. But I'm enjoying being in the now with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've missed Dexter so much. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, and just like him... Just the little shit. Him on that fucking side by side, and he's like, "You sure are swerving a lot." And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he's trying to run over the blood tracks and everything. Oh my God, he's a fucking. He's doing it, man. Yeah. Look at me, Dexter. Dexter. Uh, I enjoyed it though. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the next episode, and I mean, do you think that? Um, Mr. Krabs is the one that's got that bitch locked up in that room. Ah, uh, the dad? <laughs> yeah. It looks like yeah. him. I know, right? So. Like, wh- whoever's watching it's... the TV looks like that dude. And it's like, and he was like, sorry, I I just got here. And they couldn't get a hold of him. I was like, where were you? But they may yeah. be fucking throwing us a curve. You know what I mean? How they do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. May not even be him. I've... If if it's not him, then I'm gonna throw um it's the other suspect guy. no Yeah, the dick face. The one with the helicopter. Um no, I think it's gonna be Dick's car. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The his buddy. Looks a little older. Yeah, but you know. They might be it's throwing like gray hair. <laughs> might be a a mask. If it ain't the dad, it's that it's the fucker with the helicopter. And I have a feeling that them two guys don't get along. Like the dude with the helicopter and Mr. Krabs definitely don't see eye to eye on so me. Like they're having, a, they're having a they're having they're having a rich man's war. Yeah, exactly. So I think they're trying to big dick each other and <laughs> they ain't nobody about it. You know what I'm saying? They are. What they don't know is Dexter's got a bigger one. Yeah, he's like glove. I challenge you to a big dick off. Big dickums. What they don't know is I'm gonna cut their dicks off. Yeah, I'm gonna shove it in their mouths. In England, no, Dexter would like in England. Spotted dick is considered a delicacy. That girl is that the girl from the bar that she gave the money to to get a ticket? I think so. Yeah, I'm interested to see where that goes. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. And I like I like where they're where they're putting it. And I also like the thing because I was like in the first episode, I'm like, wouldn't 
Dexter in fucking Oregon or Washington State or some shit. Yeah. And then it shows his license and it said New York State. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've, did they retcon this? Like, are we not going to address it? But I do like how, you know, he sent the letter to yeah. Hannah from that area and yeah. And then moved so, on. Yeah. I like how they covered their bases there. Yeah. So. I mean, at this point, good. it ain't like they're going to fuck the show up, you know? Yeah, Whatever they sure. do is. Yeah. Can't be any more fucked up than it already was, mm-hmm. you know? So. I got some movie news here if y'all want to peep that. Yeah. All right. So A24 assembles a list cast for fantasy epic The, Le- the Legend of Ochi. Uh, production company A24 recently unveiled a new upcoming project called The Legend of Ochi. The film is considered a fantasy epic. It will be the directorial debut for Isaiah Saxon. He will be directing a main cast that includes Willem Dafoe, Emily Watson, Finn Wolfhard, and Helena Zegel, or Zegel. The title is based on Saxon's original characters, world and screenplay. A synopsis for the project reads, The Legend of Ochi follows a young girl who runs away from home and learns to communicate with an elusive animal species known as Ochi. Composer and Dirty Pro, uh, Projectors founder David Longstrength is creating an original score for the movie. He has collaborated with, with Saxon's animation and film studio Encyclopedia Pictura on multiple occasions. Isaiah Saxon, who co-founded Encyclopedia Pictura, has experience working with the music industry. He has directed music videos for many musicians such as Bjork, Panda Bear, Kanye West, Grizzly Bear, and the previously mentioned Dirty uh, Projectors. It will be interesting to see his leap from music to the big screen. Um, Encyclopedia Pictura has another project in the works, which is an animated series for Apple. Its pilot, which will come to Cartoon Network, is named DIY. The show is inspired by DIY.org, an online community created to teach practical skills to children. Um, I mean that's that's real. I like the 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 little picture here. It's got some Zelda vibes, some, ain't it? Some Zelda. We got a little bit of Lamb vibes going on over yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? Ta-da. <laughs> yeah, Ta-da. So, um, I don't know if it's going to be animated or not. Um, on the IMDb, cool that... it has them all listed as voices, but that may be because they're doing animals. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and maybe it, maybe it will be, uh, animated. Cause this, I think this would be the first a 24 animated film that they would be releasing that I'm aware of. I don't think that the, I haven't seen any that's animated. So, I think so. But uh, that's pretty cool, and it's cool. Like, it's good to see, um, you know, other people get into that animation world because, you know, we've got Pixar, we've got you know all this other stuff. It's great, it's good, but um, you know, it, it'd be nice to see someone kind of push the envelope a little bit, and in terms of like animation and animated storytelling, so. Next up, Henry Cavill gives his blessing to DC's multiple Superman projects. Uh, Man of Steel star Henry Cavill has given his blessing to the multitude of different Superman projects that are currently underway. Both Creed actor Michael B. Jordan and J.J. Abrams 
and his company, Bad Robot, are planning to bring a black Superman to screens, and Cavill has the perfect answer as to why he is fully supportive of these ideas. It's exciting. Superman's far more than skin color. Superman is an ideal. Superman's an extraordinary thing that lives within our hearts. Why not have multiple Superman going on? Joaquin Phoenix did a wonderful Joker movie. So what if it's not tied to the rest of the franchises? Uh, they have multiple Superman comic book storylines happening at the same time. Um, despite the various critiques of Cavill's live action take on the DC icon in the likes of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, the actor clearly has a great understanding of the inherent importance of the character as well as the comic book medium and sounds just as, just as excited as Superman fans are to see these various different versions of the superhero brought to life. I couldn't um, agree more. Yeah. Um, right here, of course, while Cavill is excited to see other versions of Superman take flight, he still hopes to return to the coveted role in the near future, believing there is still a lot of story to be told for his iteration of the Man of Tomorrow. There is still a lot of uh, storytelling for me to do with Superman, and I would absolutely love the opportunity, Cavill said. The killing of Zod gave a reason for the character never to kill again. Superman falling to the ground and screaming afterward. I don't think that was originally in the script, but I wanted to show the pain he had. I did far more emotional takes uh, they didn't choose. Tears were happening. He just killed the last remaining member of his species. That's the choice he made in that moment, and he'll never do that again. There's an opportunity for growth after that to explore the psyche of Superman as a deep, seemingly invulnerable godlike being, but with the real feeling, but with real feelings on the inside. As I always say, the cape is still in the closet. So here's what I'm going to say about this, because I saw the original story that they did where he said the cape is in the closet. Mm -hmm. uh, And the headline of it was like, you know, Cavill still willing to return as Superman and all this kind of stuff. You know, The Witcher season two just came mm-hmm. out. You know, he he may be cast uh, in the future to play James Bond. We don't know. Like, that that's a possibility. You know who they're looking um, at right now when it comes to that? Who? I actually read an article last night when I had the VPN on trying to find that Spider-Man trailer. Uh, so I was on, like, some UK website. But they're over there. They're having a huge discussion right now between uh, uh, Venom, Tom Hardy. Okay. So Tom Hardy and uh, fucking Honky Cat from the, the Elton John movie, the guy from Game of Thrones. Um, talking about, yeah, uh, the guy ben that Wendy. he was in the Eternals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. seems to be really high on the list. And that movie. would make sense. Yeah, I it think would he's make got sense. the looks. I think he does too. So I just want to throw um, that in there. And I think that those are two good choices. I think it would be kind of weird to see Tom Hardy playing James Bond. In my opinion, it, it would be, be because he would be more of an every man's James Bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like most James Bond, very eloquent, yeah. very high Sleek, class. You know, high class ladies yeah. down in <laughs> New Orleans. You know what I'm yeah. Um, but Tom Hardy brings um, like some gruff. You know, to to every role that he's in, he yep. brings a little gruff. So that would be an interesting and a different take on James Bond. But but uh, what I will say though about Henry Cavill is I think that he's come to accept that like 
He's the divisive Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably like it is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be. And if they decide that they want to create more Superman movies with him attached to play Superman, that he's always going to be interested in doing that. But I think that he is also under the understanding that probably not going to happen for him. Well, and at the end of the day, he is an actor. And yeah, yeah he's got to keep working. Actors, yeah, actors move on, man. You know what would be the biggest middle finger in the entire universe, though? What? If, if they cast him to play Sentry. Dude, don't, don't get my hopes up. I mean, think about it, though. Like... They don't even have. Well, they could make him blonde because I mean, well, that would that would be interesting to test his range. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that he's got it, dude. Yeah, like legit. Because we haven't we haven't seen Henry play a crazy person yet. He hasn't hit one. He hasn't hit that role yet. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't he a crazy person in that uh, Mission Impossible movie? But more of like the cold, quiet type, uh, right? Calculating. Like, yeah, like he's he's the one that's twisting the silencer on, and he's just he's got his mind on the prize. Do you see that article that's trending next to that Henry Cavill article? The Rock puts himself forward as the next James Bond. No. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't even want to no. bring it up. Yeah. No. Like that movie that he just did that that red note red notice. Yeah. That's as close as he's getting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, this is what he's this is what he said. Yes, my grandfather was a Bond villain and you only live twice with Sean Connery. Very, very cool. I would like to follow in his footsteps and be the next Bond. I don't want to be a villain. Gotta be Bond. So I guess you gotta dream have a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do do the day to do to do, you know. So yeah. Um, I I hope that uh you know that they cast Cavill in some uh, Marvel property at some point, and um, I'm I'm interested to see. I he's being cast as Highlander, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that they're going to start filming that in the future, and I'm excited about that because I mean, that's I mean, that's a great only thing. unless we get the. Queen intro. They've got to oh, use that, that, use that soundtrack. Yeah. Dan, 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 dan. All right. So, uh, Lethal Weapon 5 is expected to go straight to streaming on HBO Max. It says Mel Gibson's Lethal Weapon 5 may be developed for a streaming release on HBO Max. Um, it says recent reports on the action sequel have claimed that it will be going straight to streaming. Following the announcement that Mel Gibson will both direct and star in Lethal Weapon 5, reports have stated that the highly anticipated sequel will be developed for HBO Max as the service continues to build up its slate of future films that would premiere on the streamer. Last time audiences spent time with Riggs and Murdaugh was way, way back in 1998. I remember when Lethal Weapon 4 came out. Yeah. Um, because Jet Li was kind of a new yep. a new a new actor to um Western audiences. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they're like, oh, he's gonna be in fucking Lethal Weapon 5. Uh, Holy shit. You know? Yeah, right. So I remember that like clear as day. I was like, you know, I was eight. 
nine maybe when it came out. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah, right. I've got it on DVD somewhere. Yep. You know, um, Lethal Weapon four grossed more than two hundred eighty five million at the box office. Clearly, HBO Max are confident that they can continue the success of the franchise without a big screen release, using the iconic property to further increase their streaming output. The move towards a streaming release for Lethal Lethal Weapon 5 does not come as too much of a surprise, with the ongoing global situation pushing many tentpole releases out of theaters and into our homes thanks to the emergence of a wide variety of platforms, each of them striving to be the best. Um, The plan for Lethal Weapon 5 was to have original director Richard Donner return to the director's chair after all these years. Sadly, Donner passed away in July this year at the age of 91, with previous reports stating that the filmmaker's death would bring an end to the development of the fifth sequel. Over the weekend, though... Yeah, right. Um, I think that if somebody else got a hold of that, uh, the Goonies property. I think that it could be done very faithfully. What if you don't like, like Watiti do it? Yeah, let Watiti do it. Like, still like, have, you know. yeah, still have Spielberg attached. Yeah, they could even bring Abrams in there and do it, and it would be okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just do a one and done. But um, over the weekend, though, Mel Gibson proved these reports wrong, revealing during the Q and A at an experience with Mel Gibson in London. Dude, I would fucking love to go to that, mm-hmm. um, that he would in fact take the helm. The man who directed all the Lethal Weapon films, Richard Donner, Donner, he was a big guy, Gibson said at the event. He was developing the screenplay and got pretty far along with it. And he said to me one day, listen, kid, if I kick the bucket, you will do it. And I said, shut up. But he did indeed pass away. So I'm excited, you know, if they decide to do another Lethal Weapon film, of course I'm going to watch it. I mean, they've got to do it now, though. You know, like, they can't wait another five years. Like, no, they've got to do it now. Yeah, they've got to do it. So it's now or never. And with it releasing on HBO Max, it makes 100% sense to me because, I mean, the last film came out in 98. Realistically, how many people between the ages of, 18 and let's say 18 and 28 or 30 even know what the hell lethal weapon is well you know they had that show for a little bit but that's not even tr- not yeah, the same true. just yeah get too old for this shit yeah dude one and two man yeah three's all right but three three and four was a like i, I enjoyed four a lot three was okay but like they just kept up in the bar. Yeah. To really show you what, you know, a bu- like when I think of like buddy, yes. like cop comedy, like that is what comes to mind. Yep. It's and that, you saw that. And then it's uh, not a, uh, oh, Jackie Chan and um, Rush Hour. Yeah, Rush Hour. Those yeah. Two. Yeah. But you can see in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, like how often was that movie ripped off? Oh, yeah. I mean, you see it everywhere. Well, they even did like you know? a parody yeah. movie of it. Yeah. Um, It's got to have Joe Pesci in it. It's got to, right? Got to have Joe Pesci. And um, who was the love interest? It wasn't um, Helen Hunt. Who was it? Fuck. I'm going to have to. I can see her face. Now. 
I know. Right, right. Plain as fucking day. Hold on. I'm fucking searching. Dude, she was in that fucking Jake Gyllenhaal movie. She was the news um, lady. Fucking, um, fucking Nightcrawler. Remember when he went to the, she, he was selling the footage to her? Yeah. That was her, right? Yeah. The fuck was her Renee name? Renee Russo. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. Oh, I'm sure she'd be down. Of course. And he's right. still going to be living in a camper on the beach. Yeah. Right. You know, roughing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got all the money. Oh, yeah. Still he doesn't have to live yeah. in a camper. And when it opens, no. dude, you like, he's out there like, got a fire going, wearing cowboy boots, and his boxers drinking. Like, just, you know. Yeah. Living his best so, life. I mean, whenever they've got to be like retired, right? Yeah. And the, they're going to come out of retirement. Yeah. Something's going to happen. That's going to force them to. Yeah. He's like, I'm, yeah. Tell you, I'm, I've been too old for the shit. Yeah. Like, now I'm really, I, let me get my Walker, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised they're going to let so. Mel Gibson, uh, direct something. Well, you know, he did that Santa Claus movie. So he's back. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's back that was years ago if fucking my wife was gonna be taking a lot of my money i'd probably say some crazy shit too he was drunk hey i say crazy shit when i'm drunk yeah i mean i say crazy shit to my wife already and i'm not even drunk yeah you know so i mean he was just kidding. it happened <laughs> i just play him baby <laughs> So uh, next up here, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is undergoing major reshoots. Mm. It's a biopic reshoots, you know? Yeah. The the world of Marvel is an intricate and constantly evolving beast. And for that reason, it is not surprising that new uh, reports have revealed that the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has set cameras rolling again with both additional material and reshoots being filmed in L.A. The Hollywood Reporter disclosed that there will be at least a further six weeks of shooting done, with six days a week being worked. Uh, This new month and a half of recording time further explains the decision by Disney and Marvel Studios to delay many of the upcoming Marvel movies, with uh, with the Doctor Strange sequel being one of them. According to the report, both Michael Waldron and director Sam Raimi are involved with the filming of the the material, along with the crew that has been recently working in the city on Spider-Man No Way Home and Moon Knight shoots that have been appended to the original filming schedule of both properties. While it has been suggested that these new pieces of recording will not be used to change the main story of the movie in any way, the latest uh, word is that two weeks will be used completing principal photography that was cut short by the COVID pandemic shutdowns. And similarly, the reshoots could also be linked to COVID issues such as actor availability. While it is expected that Benedict Cumberbatch will be part of this new shoot, it is unclear as to who else will be uh, required to return. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen already completed some reshoots a couple of months ago after the initial filming of her role was wrapped. So whether she will be required for any of the shoot is not known, but is less likely than some of the other cast members. 
One thing has been made clear by sources is that the reshoots happening on Doctor Strange 2 are not that bit or not that not the biggest that they have seen on a Marvel slate and are just part of the natural filming process that usually yeah. seems sees the main actors brought back to film a couple of months into post-production to tidy up a few shots. However, with a six-week shoot plan, it seems more than just a bit of housekeeping being done on the movie. What it sounds um, like to me is, you know, possibly, possibly doing a little, adding a little, you know, a little here and there. But yeah, a lot of times, like like they said, like this happens on almost all movies if they got the yeah. budget. Depending on what shots they decide to go with, they're like, well, uh-huh. we don't have a close-up of this shot, or you know, yeah. it's just a little housekeeping. Well, here's something that we need to take into consideration too for a second here. So with Marvel kind of being this whole new, you know, giant that it is, um, you know, let's say that, you know, Dr. Strange and Multiverse of Madness has a budget of X amount of money. Right. Uh-huh. And let's say, you know, you got Sam Raimi available. You got, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch available. Uh, you're not going over budget. Hey, we need to do a couple of reshoots, tidy things up. We want to also add a couple of shots here and there. We want to do this and that. Also, in a future Marvel pro, mm-hmm. uh, production, we want to add a sequence of Doctor Strange doing this. So can yep. you guys just go ahead and shoot that while you're at it yep. so that we can use it in the future? We'll need it for another I mean, movie. Yeah. You, and, and I mean, I'm sure that that's happened, and I'm sure it's going to – if it would make sense because like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all owned by Marvel. It's all under the umbrella of Marvel. If you're having to go back and do it and you have access to these actors to do certain things, why not? You know, if there's something that you need, why not throw it in there? Why not do that? You know what I mean? Well, and you and know, like they got the guy from Loki, the writer, mm-hmm. like he's writing this movie, yeah. right? Yeah. There's no telling, sure you know, Stuff comes up sometimes between now and then where someone's like, yo, I got an idea and yeah, let me throw this by you. Yeah. And it's like, fuck yes. Love it. Yeah. You we're know? doing that. Yeah. Let's go. So, I mean, I think that like with reshoots in the Marvel world, it's kind of uh to be expected, yeah. but also you, you have to think though, they may shoot something now yeah. in this six week span that we're not going to see for five years. Yeah. You know, like something that's going to be know. another movie. Yeah, exactly. But they need him to look this way now. Yeah. You know, because when, that way, when they go back, when they, even if it was five years from now, cause you know, he's going to look different five years. Yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe, you know, the multiverse of madness version of Dr. Strange has something signature about his look. Yeah, you know, like the original Doctor Strange had, you know, the um, uh-huh. Eye of Agamotto or whatever it was called. You know, he wore that around. It would make sense if you're going to do shots where you need that with that same co- that same exact costume. He's going to have it back on at some point. Let's film this shit so we don't have to worry about continuity. Yeah, while we, we don't got have to worry him about here. keeping. Yeah, we don't have to worry about keeping up with all this shit for five years down the road. We can just go ahead and do it now. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. You know what's going to be crazy? In like 50 years when like Marvel is done and done, Mm -hmm. how much footage are they going to have that has never been released? Mm -hmm. They could probably make a whole different movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So It's crazy to think about. 
Um, here, check out all the Marvel Studio reveals from Disney Plus Day. So Disney Plus Day happened, I believe it was last week. Um, and then I think D23 is happening this so, coming weekend. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, th- I think it's on the 19th, 20th, somewhere in there. So. But uh, Disney Plus Day has announced several things. So uh, serving as the latest expansion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the streaming platform, we are set to see 12 new titles in the coming future. The announcements come complete with first looks, title cards, and early information sure to get Marvel fans excited. Expected titles featured included um, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, while some unexpected titles included the return of the X-Men animated series with X-Men 97 and Ironheart, which will look to continue the legacy of Iron Man. Other exciting things to come include Echo, Agatha, House of Darkness, Season 2 of What If, I Am Groot, and Marvel Zombies. Uh, Also, we've got Secret Invasion here, which we knew that that was happening. Um, Also, um, Spider-Man Freshman Year. So, from what I understand about Spider-Man Freshman Year is it's going to kind of tell his origin story. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, show his adventures uh, you know, not only in freshman year of high school, but also learning his powers, learning how to use everything. And I think that, that it's an animated series, and I think that that's a great a great little animated series yeah. to have on there. Um, you know, and you're going back, you're going back in time, but you're not going far enough back to where it's going to be like a huge headache. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, so you'll be able to capture the personality of the character, especially if they bring Tom Holland in to do the voice. Um, and you'll also be able to tell, uh, the stories and maybe introduce some more minor villains that he was kind of messing around with in his, you know, freshman year. So that's, that's pretty cool. I'm interested to see what comes out of D23. I think that we're going to get a lot of trailers. We're going to get a lot of, um, um, news, like new releases thing, you know, first announcements, things like that. So. So here's one thing that I was excited to talk about. This was the last, you know, the last movie news that we've got here or that I've got. So Daredevil may be getting a new Marvel project. So we've talked about Daredevil. We've talked about how every time Charlie Cox shows up anywhere, I think the last report that I heard is whenever he went to visit his parents, they were asking him if he was in the Spider-Man. And movie. he was like, you know, <laughs> he still can't he say, you know, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we all want Daredevil back, right? Mm-hmm. We're all excited. It's going to happen. We need it <laughs> in our life, but this is what we have to say. Daredevil, the blind superhero who daylights as a lawyer, may be getting a new Marvel project in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, RPK News reports that Marvel Studios has lined up a new Daredevil project. Uh, the tweet was later shared by comicbook.com. Uh, a screenshot of the talent grid did not contain any cast members or crew information, nor did it indicate if the project was a movie or a television series. Writer and actor David Hayter recently added fuel to rumors while speaking at MCM London Comic-Con, according to IGN. This is what he said. They're doing a reboot of Daredevil, he said. I love the first way they did it, but there are certain things that I would want to adapt from the Frank Miller run on Daredevil that really meant uh, meant a lot to me. Still, 
he later said on Twitter that he's that he has no inside information whatsoever on the project. No, I did not confirm a Daredevil reboot, he wrote in a tweet. I mistakenly thought I'd read in the trades that it was happening and I would have loved to see it. Hmm. And yes, I'd love to write it. There was a Daredevil television show on Netflix that did not connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. However, the show was dropped once Disney acquired full rights to the Marvel projects on Netflix. Since then, there hasn't been an indication that Daredevil will return to the MCU until now. So, it's a matter of time, right? Well, you know, like, here uh, lately, the, the buzz has been big on it. Yeah, oh yeah. And I think they purposely. Because why yeah. is this motherfucker doing so many interviews all of a sudden? Like, It's I like, know, go right? out there and make yeah. the rounds. Let us see yeah. what the internet says. And the internet was like, fuck yes. You know, like, yeah. we'll kill give ourselves if you don't. Like, give us cocks, please. That's the fucking give us hashtag, give us cocks. Yeah, dude, I'm fixing to start it. Yeah. Fucking Daredevil and fucking Spider-Man, hashtag give us cocks. Yeah. You know? And I think they are. I If I, if I get it. cocks from anybody, I want it from Yeah, from cocks. Charlie. From Charlie Cox, yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's the only Cox I need in my life. Because it's been nothing so. but positive feedback. Oh, yeah. And, dude, his version of Daredevil was fucking incredible. He was a great Daredevil. I can't think of anybody else that they could cast in that role that would be anywhere near as good as he was. And, like, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Oh, my God. He is yeah. fucking movie ready. Oh, dude. we're gonna get the band. Dude, villain, dude, villain perfection with that one. Yes, absolutely. So I'm and maybe, you know, maybe he is in Spider Man. We'll we'll see, you know? Mm-hmm. But um I'm during very... during the peak runs of uh, the seasons of Daredevil, man, that was that was one of the main shows I waited on. Oh yeah. That was definitely the best out of all of the uh Netflix series that they had. In my opinion. Absolutely. Like, Luke Cage was good. Jessica Jones was good. Iron Fist was good. Defenders even the, was even good. the Punisher was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I take that back. Daredevil and Punisher was neck and neck in my book. Yeah. Well, dude, but, that fucking season two of Daredevil is some of the best television that's ever been put on the small screen. Yeah. Like, the Electra stuff was okay. You know, it, it, it was fine for what it was. But just the Punisher stuff like that, if you break the season into two parts, if you had the Punisher stuff and the Electra stuff, the Punisher stuff was just, it was a fucking 15 out of a 10. Oh, it It was was a, it was a Frank, and it was a Frank Miller fest, dude. Like they, they straight up, they straight up recreated the, uh, the, um, the, the, the rooftop scene where, That that whole that whole exchange, man, about their ideologies yeah. and their their view of the world, that was that was some of the best hero debate moments that I've that I've seen for sure. Yeah, and John Barenthal's performance, like his delivery, like he is so sure that what he's, he's doing, doing is for the yeah, it's so fucking good, man. So it's and happen. it would be great. Yeah, and it would be great, man. Like get uh, D'Onofrio back, get Barenthal back as Punisher. He's already come out and he's like, yeah, you know, I would maybe like to play Wolverine, but like I really want to just kill people as the Punisher. 
and the internet's like, let this motherfucker kill yeah, people as the fucking butcher. Yes. <laughs> he wants a high body count, damn it. Make it happen. Right. Dude, everybody on that show's already said they'd come back. Oh, yeah. Dude that played uh, Luke Cage, he's even come out and said that the only one that I'm not sure is uh, of Kristen Ritter. Is that her name? Jones, that's her name. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure she's DT, you know? What else? DTJJ. Yeah. I mean, what's they? Making bad money. Once they officially bring in Ghost Rider into the mix, that's going to set that whole area of heroes like that. That's going to make that shit awesome. And Nick Cage yeah. is like, let me at him. And I'm like, calm down. Yeah. Hey, there was rumors. Did Which we talk the, about uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Ghost Rider was pretty fucking dope, man. Yeah. The Robbie Rodriguez, I think's his name. All his sequences were fucking awesome, man. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited though, man. Like Marvel's doing great things over there. Like even though the Eternals didn't kind of live up to what I thought it might have been in my head, um, it was still not bad, and I'm still excited for like everything. But that's the all thing, though, it. man. You don't know what that's leading into. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's always the thing with a hitter. Yeah, it's like there may, you know. Somebody yeah. may show up in fucking Doctor Strange or something. It's like, what? You know, and it's like, who's that person? Oh, you didn't see the Eternals? Yeah. Which is a possibility, man. Well, did y'all see any movie news or? Oh, man. I'm excited about trailers. Me too. We've got some good ones and we've got one. That just Ooh, dropped like today. thirty minutes ago. Yeah, See, it's it's like crazy ago. that the Spider Man trailer release event happens on motherfucking podcast day. I know, right? It's it's the, this is what happens when worlds collide. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's what's crazy is that's the second Power Man five thousand reference I've heard today. <laughs> that's a that? weird. But I know, right? <laughs> It's podcast day, dude. Anything's possible. This first trailer looks like this is DiCaprio, dude. And you know, here on Real Estate, we'll follow DiCaprio anywhere. To the end of the world. Yeah. If he runs for president, guess who I'm voting for? Uh, maybe not, yeah. but, <laughs> yeah, but weird policies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, you're saying you're a decap chap. De- yeah, I'm a decap chap for sure, dude. The cap chap. The cap Wait, there's one trailer that I didn't put in here that I forgot to put in here that I meant to. He drops the trailer for Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. I dropped that music video for Die Antward. Oh, God. Fucking cookie I think you're freaky and I like you yeah. a lot. All right, so I'm going to drop this here. I think that we should do that before the Spider-Man oh, for trailer. Sure. Oh, oh, my word. Yeah. What is this? Oh, that's real. That's happening, by that- the way. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for trailers even more. Yeah. 
Let's so. let's 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 roll this beautiful bean footage, guys. All right, let me leave my comment. Don't look up. <laughs> Leo, he's looking down on you. All right, it's so got ready. Jonah Hill in him. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. It's taking forever to get a fucking trailer. This is directed by Adam McKay. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, God, is that ELO? Don't let me down. I think it is. I don't hear it. Alert. You ain't supposed to say that on the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's that baseline, dude. This is what Armageddon should have been. So is this Armageddon Corporation Edition? I think so. Be cool to see Leo in a comedy. Oh shit. <laughs> Ron Perlman. So many, so many big names. <laughs> Don't uh, watch that. When is this coming out? September the 24th. December. Ooh, that's coming out on the same day. Or the weekend at Spider-Man, after Spider-Man, it's not going to do good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to pot it, though, for Take real. Take it straight to Netflix. Yeah, I'm just fucking around. It looks good, though. Like, here's the thing about Adam McKay. Like, agree with him, disagree with him, whatever, about his, you know, political stances and all that. Motherfucker can make a good movie. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, the big short was great. The way that he did Vice was crazy. You know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. He's got a very unique style, especially for those um, non-comedies. Like, that's a comedy. The Big yes. Short was kind of a comedy. But it's more of like, you know, comma-dramedy, mm -hmm. you know? Comedy. Well, uh, uh, it's it, very Coen Brothers-esque. Yeah, yeah, it's got a co- But with a, a little with a little bit more com a little bit more of that flavor, A little though. bit more Will Ferrell. Yeah. It, it's Coen Brothers, but with a suit on. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, Coen Brothers is, like, down and dirty, 
You know, Lou Weller, where'd you get that money? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) But, you know, it's like fucking, um, you know, Batman didn't put a bodysuit on. He gained 450 pounds and played the vice president. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he did. (laughs) So, he played, you know. Yeah. Up next, we got Silent Night. I don't know. It's got Karen Knightley in it, so that's Hit why her. I put it in here. Put <laughs> her miss. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, play. I like Karen Knightley. Oh, it's the dude from uh... JoJo. Yeah. I to see he's getting work. This is proper British. I'm I tell you, it's <laughs> I'm down to see the British Christmas movie, like Yeah. Well, here's my here's the thing. This is the second Doomsday Christmas movie. Like, what what's going on here? Holy shit. It'll be a dark Christmas. What? Johnny Depp's daughter. Plot twist that doesn't kill kids. Only the adults. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Haven't we already seen a movie called Limitless? Yeah, that's that movie about the pill, right? Yeah. With Bradley Cooper, it's going to be Dr. funny if the if the title is actually called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. I think I think it's uh, you know, you're talking about Goldblum. Mm-hmm. I think this is a Hemsworth thing. Oh, okay, okay. I think so. I'm not a hundred percent, but that, it's that's coming to Disney from the Plus. screenshots. Yeah, so okay. You know, Will Smith was like, "I'm going to see the world. Get away from my Will. Yeah. Will, what <laughs> crazy rock? You know." Yeah, yeah, I, I see. Okay, okay, so this is like a travel show. Yeah, okay. yeah he's gonna be your like favorite Australia pre- with yeah. four, and he's preparing for the fucking um Hulk Hogan biopic the whole time. The limitless part is how much fucking steroids can he do? Yeah. Like, it's limitless. 
He does so much that he comes out singing the immigrant song, but instead he's going, Oh, Kogan. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, Oh, yeah, Brother. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, though, man. All right, three, two, one, play. Is that him? I think so. This is how Cliffhanger started. It's like, okay, dude, we get it. You train pretty yeah. hard for movies. Getting harder to bulk up. Darren Aronofsky? I it's mean, the, same, it's the same team that did rock, uh, One Strange Rock then, because he did that as well. Look at the torture he has to go through to get his body in the shape to do these movies. Money. <laughs> this dude's an adrenaline junkie. We can rebuild you, make you stronger. You'll go from being really dry to really wet really quick. <laughs> he said you're going to go toe-to-toe with Father Time. God damn. Break <laughs> limits. <laughs> It's it Carl was pretty Pilkington good in that show with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, <laughs> like him doing the thing with the I, would, I think I'd rather see Carl Pilkington do this shit because he'd bitch the whole fucking time. Yeah, he'd be like, Hemsworth "It's not really limitless, like isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's the end of the rope. There's clearly a limit, dude. He would be hanging onto that rope, shaking, yeah, screaming, pull oh, me Carl up. Like, you got to climb yeah. up, Carl, Carl." <laughs> You gotta use your upper body strength, Carl. Mm-hmm. Upper body strength. Really good. Because <laughs> you know he doesn't have any. Yeah. I mean, I can't say much. Uh, being the Ricardos, finally, we got a full trailer here, I think. Yeah, trailer number one. Are you ready? Three, two, oh, yeah. one, play. By the way, Wheel of Time drops this weekend. Mm. Nice. I like how they put prosthetics on her face to make it not look like her. Like yeah, Nicole Kidman, Javier Bardem. This is the sequel to Mother. Fuck yeah! (laughs) 
they tried to make her face round. That was old JK. Oh, he's playing the neighbor, Fred. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm surprised there already hasn't been a movie about them. Like, it looks good though, man. Like, I would totally watch it, you know? Adrian! I know that. <laughs> you know, trying to put Mac and me. <laughs> Paul Rudd, man. This I'm is HBO coming. Max. I'm going to need a bucket for all these tears. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. All right. Three, two, one, play. Damn, they made that footage look old. Is this a documentary? Yeah. Is that Paul Rudd's mom? Like, what's happening? No. How the fuck is Paul Rudd connected to this? I don't know anything about this person. No. But I'll look into it. <laughs> you going to report back in next week? Yeah. Come in All right. Adrian report. <laughs> I show up, I'm like, she's dead. <laughs> Case closed. It's like, all right. They've kind of clickbaited that with the Paul Rudd. Yeah. I mean, he did a little segment. Come on. He's like, I like to see a waitress on the marquee. <laughs> well they've got to put him on there because in there? Ghostbusters comes out Friday so you know yeah Is this real? Uh, oh, 
Yeah, this is Obi Wan trailer, man. For real? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go. Three, two, one, play. What the fuck? Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Old man Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm. It's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely a teaser, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is a teaser, but I am very excited for this Moon Knight shit, man. Oscar Isaac. Voice choice. Yeah, right. Have you seen this, Trav? No, all this is new to me tonight. Oh shit! All right. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, hell yeah! Let's check this little teaser out here. Oh my god, it's so loud! All right, three, two, one, play. Hmm. The white knot. He looks so young. Mm-hmm. Weird saying I mean, weird. lay it on me, man. Weird, weird. <laughs> and off the hills of that, we got the first look trailer at She-Hulk. I mean... <clears throat> One, two, buckle my shoe, man. Yeah. Mm. All right. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Wonder Woman gonna be in this? <laughs> She's fucking mental. Oh. 
Oh, that was Charlie Cox. <laughs> it certainly was. They had nobody talking about that shit. He must be your lawyer. Well, she's a lawyer. Is she? Yeah. Pretty sure. Could you imagine you're in court and She-Hulk fucking walks in? Like, I'm guilty. I'm guilty as fuck. Don't make her angry. (laughs) Please don't have her beat the shit out of me. You won't like her when it's angry. And it's her time of the day. Uh, I'm ready for y'all. This is a really... I mean, this is going to be like a C or a D. I mean, look at this fucking comment from Bronco Juggalo Talks Movies. (laughs) Looks like fun. So let's check it out, man. All right. Three, two, one, play. He's going to join a metal band. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's the Toxic Avenger. So he's going to go to metal shows and fuck shit up. This looks so dumb. (laughs) We gotta watch it, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Halo TV series. Is this Steven Spielberg behind this? Uh, I don't know. On a Paramount. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, and it's not animated? No, it's live action, dude. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. All right, three, two, one, play. That's all you need. Yeah. Suit looked great. Yeah. ER. Oh, Hello, this trailer's Mr. three G. minutes long. Here we go, guys. This is yeah. it. We, might have we to haven't this seen this yet. Yeah. We haven't read or looked at anything. We're going in cold. This may this may this may fuck the movie up for us. What Shang-Chi? No, Spider-Man, my man. Oh, no. All right, I'm full screening and putting it in. My brother brother just texted me. You see the new Spider-Man trailer yet? Let's watch this shit. About to watch it, yeah. All right, three, two, one, play. Holy shit. 
He looks fucked. Mm. I mean, I am. <laughs> the fuck? So what we read was true. What? <laughs> yes. Is that the Sandman? Is it? Looks like him. Yeah. And the lizard? It's everyone. Here we go again. Man, that's going to be fucked up if she dies. Hmm. Spider Monday. Oh, that shit looks so good. Remember when we read the the guy was talking about the leaks? Yeah, yeah. He said they go down in the thing and he could see them in like little prisons. Yeah. And that he's told that they all die. Yeah. And that's when he fucking steals the thing. That's what happened. Yeah. That shit was real. Oh, that shit looks great. Yeah, man. I like how they're, if fucking Toby and Andrew Garfield's in it, I love how they're, yeah, they're not showing them, well, man. Who was in the black Spider-Man suit? That was him. That was uh, Tom that's Holland. Gonna, okay. That's going to be his Doctor Strange suit, probably, or his multiverse I th suit. I, th I think that's his Electro, because it's grounded. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Because it shows him in it while he's fighting Electro. So. Yeah. That thing's already got 
Seven million hits. That's fucking nuts, man. It's only been up for a few hours. Yeah, it's only been up for what two hours? Yeah, talk about promotion behind this movie. Yeah, they had a premiere for the trailer. Yeah, like people showed up at a premiere to watch a trailer. To watch the trailer, three minutes. They walked the carpet. They took pictures, signed fucking photos, had press interviews for three minutes. Yeah, I think they're gonna if 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 Garfield and uh, Toby's in the movie, they're not gonna show them until they show up. I hope so. Yeah, I, I hope so. Since they weren't in that, I mean, dude, the movie's like thirty days away or something, like a month. Yeah. I don't think they should release any more trailers. No, that no, should be the final. No more. That's enough. I don't want to see another TV spot. Now, of course, I'll watch it, but yeah, just let it be. Yeah, let that be it. Cue fucking the Beatles. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. Let it be. So do let y'all want to do uh, 007 next week? Um... We can. Well, what else? Um, I mean, that's out. No. Yeah, I mean, I think that's about it, right? Um, that's all I've got. I'm cool with it. I mean, we did want to I've watch heard, it, right? Yeah, I've heard some good stuff about it. What, so, no, no Time to Die? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm okay with that. Let's do that. Dexter. No time to die. Movie news, trailers. I mean, yep. <clears throat> we should just not do another episode until Spider Man comes out. All right. But we no, we still get together every week. We watch the trailers mm-hmm. back to back, and then we talk about it. <laughs> the real, the real state hiatus arc. Yeah, it's like why did they stop for like? Four weeks since like Spider Man. I saw the like, Spider Man oh, trailer and we, <laughs> yeah. we we film we film fasted for uh for Spider Man. Like I'm not watching then, anything, even YouTube. Yeah, right. So like, did y'all notice like so whenever Doctor Strange is doing his magic, yeah, like yeah. the color of it. Mm-hmm. So the Shang Chi, the rings, whenever they yeah. went to him, they were that color. Yeah. And then when they that were looking at them at the end, they were that, that color. Yeah, was... If there's one thing we know, marble color codes. Yeah. What if that's how they came through? I mean, oh, man. <laughs> My brain's melting at the thought, like the different, like, like different possibilities. Cause mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? Like that could be future technology. Like, hear me out. I know this is this is taking the ten rings and fucking up the lore. I get it. But for the the cinematic universe, having be a product of Wakanda, but some shits happen. They get knocked back in time. Mandarin finds them, and that's where they stayed for so long. Yeah. Um, it could have happened with the uh, um TVA. Yeah. They could have dropped yeah. it somewhere. So they do fucking, travel through time. Owen Wilson's just like yeah, traveling these around. Rings are fucking wow. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking heavy. Wow. 
just kind of settling down there. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Are we going to need like 10 more doors for these? Wow. <laughs> Get me some of those rings. I mean, you know, we're going to have to leave them back there, you know, temporal displacement, you know, time loops. We, we can't risk it, man. Wow. Turbulent displacement. <laughs> so we're going to do Bond next week? James Bond. His last Bond. Yeah. Unless the money's right. Let's see if it's shaken, not stirred. I've heard it was great. Shaken it is. I've also heard a spoiler, an unintentional spoiler, I think. I've no. also heard a spoiler. Yeah. But it's okay. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail, dude. <laughs>